Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Zach. I'm the family pastor here at our church, and I am opening up this topic from the cutting room floor about community. Uh, Pastor Mark did get a chance to talk through this, and anyone who knows me knows that community is a huge uh, heartbeat of mine, a huge passion that God's given me. Um, We call it authentic biblical community, uh, doing life together. We call it being known and uh, having a spiritual family. We call it so many things. And so we just want to continue to tell you guys the importance of humanity. And Ecclesiastes that we're reading through right now in our sermon series can be a despairing book. It feels like everything under the sun is vanity and it's all toil for nothing. Um, But Solomon here glimpses at how the importance of community can help in life. Um, That before God and God's plan is that we have others. Uh, As he says in Genesis, it is not good that man is alone. And so we need community. We can't be out there on our own. Uh, And we'll see why as we unpack a little bit of Ecclesiastes 4 and we look at the importance of community. I'm going to read the full passage as we dive in here. Uh, It says this, Again, I saw futility under the sun. There is a person without a companion, without even a son or a brother. And though there is no end to all his struggles, his eyes are still not content with riches. Who am I struggling for, he asks, and depriving myself of good things. This too is futile and a miserable task. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either falls, his companion can lift him up. But pity the one who falls without another to lift him up. Also, if two lie down together, they can keep warm. But how can one person alone keep warm? And if someone overpowers one person, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. What Solomon's talking about here is how when we work together, when we labor together, we have a good return for our effort. Um, Anyone who's worked alone at a hard job knows how debilitating and how difficult it can be. But together with teamwork, um, working in in unity, this can go so much further. We can do so much more together. Not only that, but then our our, um, return on our work and then also the attitude with which we work. And so how does this translate um, to our church practically? We talk about um, being in a group and being in a spiritual family and being known um, and how when we go out on mission, as we work towards bringing God's kingdom around us, That we're to go out in at least two. So like we should always have someone with us, another family unit, um, another brother, another sister. And this is exactly what Solomon's talking about. Doing things alone, we toil and we labor in vain. And sometimes we become discouraged and overwhelmed. But if we do it together, there's encouragement. There's sharing the burden. There's praying together. It's just God created us to do this together. And so the first thing Solomon talks about is working and toiling together in community uh, for the good of others. And the next thing we see him talk about is for protection. Um, like a man can overpower one, but he has a harder time overpowering two, right? And so thinking about this as we engage in our life as followers of Jesus, as we're apprentices to Jesus, as we're becoming more like Jesus, uh, we need other families or another individual to walk alongside us for protection, um, that we can have that community as a way to pray against the enemy, as a way to take care of each other and protect and provide for each other, that in community, we can care for each other's needs and each other's vulnerabilities and look out for each other. And then finally, he says, a cord of three strands is not broken. 
um, easily broken, where one strand would break, um, where two might be weak, three is even stronger. And so again, he's saying there is strength in the community. That's the wisdom that Solomon is sharing here. While everything under the sun done alone can feel like vanity, when we do things in community with Jesus at the center of it, uh, we can see the wisdom that Solomon's sharing, and we can see the wisdom of a life lived together, life together. And so what I want to encourage you guys with from the cutting room floor is that the practical application of what God is saying to us is when we see that in isolation, we're vulnerable, that in isolation, we toil and we labor in vain, and we can feel easily defeated and discouraged while the option of community, which we're trying to put forward before you as a church saying, hey, come join a group join a community, be known, um, find those people that you're going to follow the kingdom of God, follow Jesus with and alongside and bring his kingdom into the world. Take us up on that. That's my application from the cutting room floor is that this is one of those sermons where you can see it in your own life and you know the practical wisdom of it. And now what are you going to do about it? And that's what I want to challenge you guys with today on the podcast is that when we think about this, what are we going to do about it? When we see the reality of the wisdom of doing life together, being known, uh, not being as vulnerable because we have others with us, what are we going to do about it? Um, practical advice. So let me just share some stories with you guys. We have had times in our group, in our community, where we have had needs that needed to be shared. Like, for instance, um, we've had babies recently, right? So that means we help each other out with the other kids, like caring for the other kids, or uh, we help each other out with meals when there's a new baby, or we share the load. Because you guys know, uh, some of you know, having a baby that first week or two is really disorienting. There's a there's a lack of sleep. There's a lack of energy. It's very taxing and hard. And so as a community, we can carry that together so it's a less of a load. Uh, that's one practical way. Another practical way is... Um, you just think about, you know, financial need. If any of us were to fall into financial need, which we have had that in our community, being able to share that load, um, makes it less strenuous on everyone. We get to share it as a family. Um, those people aren't as vulnerable. They don't go, uh, late on bills. And so when we're really in this together and Jesus is the center, we can then also think about, Hey, what's the mission God's called our group to, and how can we do that together? And God's designed the body in such a way, the body of Christ, the family of God, these groups in such a way that we all have different gifts, skills, and passions. And when we work together, when the creatives and those people who think a little bit more like directly in line, um, when the planners and the creatives get together, it's a beautiful thing. It's an aesthetically pleasing thing. And it's also a functionally pleasing event that we throw for our neighbors or, um, or we come up with ways to really love and serve the neighbors around us because we're working together with our gift sets, uh, our skill sets. And we're also, if I try and do an event for outreach in my neighborhood, I know certain people on the street, but if I invite my community to do it with me, they know other people on the street and we're all pulling on those relationships that we've all built together for a greater return on our labor. And so community is there for protection. It is there to protect against our vulnerabilities, to care for each other, to serve each other. But it's also there for work, right? For the work of God's kingdom. And that's the part that I want you guys to, to think about. Yes, you need to be in community so that you are safe and protected and cared for. And so that you can protect and care for others, right? When they're vulnerable, when they're down, when they have needs. And together as a community, then you move out into God's kingdom, bringing his, his good news to the neighborhood around you, to the schools around you, to your neighbors. And you do that together because you have a better return on your labor and you have the encouragement when you're discouraged and you gather to pray together and you're inviting them into something that they want to be a part of, right? They want to be a part of a community where they're known. And so that's what Solomon's talking about. Practically, it can look real down to earth grass tax in our lives. 
If you guys want to talk about this, if you want to take your next step into community, if you want to be known, if you need accountability, like you need to find a core group of two or three women or two or three men to hold you accountable, to cheer you on, um, whatever your needs may be in community, please reach out to me. Um, and, and let me know so that we can get you plugged into community. That's Zach at heritagechurch.cc. Uh, email me within the next week or two, and we will take care of finding a group for you, a community for you, a place you, for you to be known and cared for and loved. We love you guys. Um, let me just pray for this time together. Uh, Father God, thank you that you created us and that you use the term family uh, throughout scripture, that you are a relational God, you created us for relationship, uh, that we are not functioning within your plans when we try and do life alone, when we try and stay isolated, when we try and be self-dependent. Uh, we need dependence on you, Holy Spirit, uh, to give us the fruit of your spirit, but we also need our brothers and sisters to come around us, to walk with us, to love us. Um, let us not do this alone, but as families, spiritual families, uh, scattered around the church, scattered around the surrounding areas, just bringing your kingdom. Uh, we pray that you would create this vision and desire in our hearts, uh, that we would thrive in our communities and that we would see the benefit that you've created there, the blessing that's there in community, in relationship, um, being known. We love you, Jesus. We follow your example. Um, you were the first to show us what it looks like uh, to gather people together for the mission of the kingdom of God and to do it together. So thank you for showing us that and give us uh, a way to follow. Uh, help us to respond to the conviction in our hearts that we're feeling right now. Help us to take the next steps. And uh, we just pray a blessing um, for our good and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.